postpartum body odor. It is a totally natural phenomenon because your body chemistry changes after giving birth. And so sometimes that means that what worked before is no longer effective. But I am excited to say that now there is a solution for that stubborn odor. The Sugar Sugar Postpartum Deodorant is a completely natural deodorant made by a postpartum mom who went through it herself. And it works by eliminating and preventing bacterial body odor without covering up your skin's comforting smell to your baby while giving you 12 hours of odor control. And let me tell you, it actually works. Here at the house, we've all been trying it and loving it. Now, before you think, ew, you're sharing a deodorant with your husband and daughter, let me explain that this full-body deodorant comes in a convenient pump applicator that lets you apply it anywhere on your body with no bacteria traveling on the deodorant, so no ew involved. We also love that the Sugar Sugar Postpartum Deodorant has a delightful natural scent of USDA certified organic extracts that smell like a pink sugar cookie with lemon frosting. I thought this would be a little strange, but it's actually amazing. Also, the Sugar Sugar Postpartum Deodorant is free from artificial fragrances and any kind of senoestrogens or herbs that can interfere with breastfeeding. Find your Sugar Sugar Postpartum Deodorant at postpartumdeodorant.com. That's postpartumdeodorant.com and use the code BIRTHFUL for 20% off through the month of May. Get your Sugar Sugar Postpartum Deodorant now at postpartumdeodorant.com and start smelling more like yourself again. I love Jenny Kane. At this very moment, I'm feeling so comfy and cozy as I'm practically getting a hug from my Jenny Kane crop cashmere cocoon cardigan. I am enjoying this sweater so much that I've been living in it all spring long. And with Mother's Day just around the corner, this is a feeling you can gift all the well-deserving moms, moms-to-be, and mother figures in your life by giving them the gift of Jenny Kane. Along with bringing you this episode, Jenny Kane is a California brand through and through, and their staples make getting dressed so super easy. Think minimalist and effortless, but totally refined. Jenny Kane means luxurious cashmere sweaters, iconic accessories, elevated versions of your everyday basics, plus the most incredible home essentials. For a limited time, Birthful listeners get 15% off their first order. Go to JennyKane.com and use the code BIRTHFUL15 to get 15% off and support the show. Jenny Kane is known for their quintessential sweaters, with their cotton collection providing you with the perfect everyday pieces as the days get warmer. But they also have gorgeous sundresses in a variety of silhouettes for any occasion and spectacular sandals to go along with them. Find the perfect Mother's Day gift or curate your new spring go-tos at JennyKane.com. Birthful listeners get 15% off your first order when you use the code BIRTHFUL15 at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E dot com, promo code BIRTHFUL15. Get yourself and the mothers in your life the gift of Jenny Kane.
Welcome to the Virtual Podcast. I'm Adriana Lozada, and today I'm going to be doing things a little bit different to celebrate that the podcast has received over 2 million downloads. I can't even believe it. This is going to be a mini-sode with some of my favorite birth mantras to convey physiology and help you navigate labor. But since we hit 2 million downloads, I'll be sharing these mantras over two mini-sodes. So you get one today and another next week. These mantras are part of what I'd like to talk about with my doula clients during prenatals, so hopefully they will prove super useful for you as well, and maybe, in a way, I'll be there in spirit during your birth, cheering you on. Stay tuned. The Birthful Podcast, talking to maternity pros and new parents to inform your intuition. Hello, hello, mighty parents and parents-to-be. Oh, mighty ones, I cannot tell you how immensely grateful I am to all of you today as we just recently reached 2 million downloads for the podcast. What? Right? I am having a hard time wrapping my head around that. But I do hope you take a second to pat yourself on the back for this achievement because it couldn't have been possible without you. So thank you so very much for listening, for subscribing, for telling your friends and your providers and your doulas all about it. You are mighty and awesome, and I thank you so very much. Now, so partly as a celebration of these two million downloads, and partly because it's summer in the Northern Hemisphere, and time for a well-deserved break. I'm going to be doing something a little differently this week and next week. I am going to be doing two connected mini-sodes with my go-to birth mantras. <laughs> and by mantras, I mean that these are short phrases that I use to help convey birth physiology in a quick and easy way to that helps my clients remember how to navigate different situations during their birth. And these phrases usually come up during our prenatals. And then when they show up again during the birth, either because I say it or they say it, then they have no need for explanation. We all know what we're talking about. And it does help remind my clients how to support their own physiology without doing much talking because frankly talking is a thinking brain action and we try to minimize that during birth we follow the birthing person's lead if they are chatty we chat but if they're quiet and going deep and introspective we honor that and keep quiet and that was a little extra tidbit that I wasn't planning on, but there you go. Okay, now, before we get any deeper, I do want to give a big thank you as well to all the different sponsors that I have had on the show over the years. You can continue to support the podcast by supporting them. Big shout out today to the fabulous birth doula, childbirth educator, and prenatal and postpartum exercise specialist, Megan Othling, for all her invaluable support through the years. If you are in Albuquerque, New Mexico, look her up. Megan Othling, womanofvalorbirth.com. And my final PSA is that if you are in your third trimester, this is the perfect time to start getting ready for life with a baby. Get prepared by taking my Thrive With Your Newborn online postpartum preparation classes at birthfullcourses.com. And once you sign up, you get immediate access to all of it. So you can take it at your own pace, rewatch after baby is born, dust it up for another next pregnancy, you get lifetime access. So go sign up now at birthfullcourses.com and do do it before baby arrives. 
Okay, so on to the birth mantras. Now, these mantras have developed over time and from experience and from all the combined conversations that I've had with so many birth professionals over the years. Some of them are my own. Some of them have pulled from the general birth ethos, if you will. And frankly, I cannot tell you exactly which or which. If you by chance know for certain that one of these was first said by a person and you know their name, shoot me an email. Let me know. I would love to give them credit. Also, when deciding where to start, I did try to list them in chronological order as to when you may need them during the birth process. Once I started writing mantras, I quickly came up with 11 before I decided to stop because I really like the number 11. Um, and so in today's part one minisode, I will be sharing the first set of birth mantras. And in next week's part two, I'll share the remaining mantras to get us up to a total of 11. Okay, let's mantra. The first mantra is ignore it until you can't ignore it anymore. And I'm referring to early labor. Now, why do I say this? Because early labor can go on for a long time, especially more if you're experiencing prodromal labor. And prodromal labor is a sort of preparation labor where you experience contractions that aren't really creating any change in your cervix, but that do feel like labor. They can go on and off for a long time, even days, and can be annoying and exhausting. So, okay, that's prodromal labor. But back to early labor. Early labor is usually pretty uneventful. And if you get all excited when your contractions are barely cramp-like feelings that happen maybe once or twice in an hour, that excitement is going to keep you focused on the clock and the hours may drag on without much progress, leading to frustration and even having you try to do something to get it going, like going up and down stairs or for an enormous hike. And you're going to want to save that energy. You're using up that energy really when you don't need to <laughs> during early labor. You're going to need that energy later on when things get really going. So best thing to do with early labor is to save all that physical and mental energy for later when you're really going to need it and just ignore early labor until you can't ignore it anymore. Just keep doing life. So if you can walk and talk through contractions, ignore them. If you are able to sleep through contractions, ignore them and sleep. If they're not requiring your complete and absolute attention, ignore them and just continue to do life. I love that many of the birth stories that we've shared over the years here on the podcast have included people ignoring early labor and going out to lunch or shopping, taking people to appointments. There was even one story where they went to check out open houses. All of them got to a point where it became clear that they could not continue doing life and it was time to shift the focus onto their labor. In our house, we are big on hydrating. Aside from all the important health benefits, I find that if I'm not well hydrated, I get these brutal headaches. So it's really important for me to hydrate. However, I do not like the taste of tap water and I cannot bring myself to buy bottled water because of all the plastic waste. So for years, we did pitcher filters, but then we switched to AquaTrue water purifiers and after tasting the deliciousness of their truly clean water, we are never going back. What makes AquaTrue so unique is that they use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process 
this process removes 15% more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, also known as forever chemicals, that are found in almost 45% of U.S. tap water. You can also forget about having to change filters every two to three months because AquaTrue filters last from six months to two years. Now, if plastic bottles are your thing, just one set of filters from AquaTrue's classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. Today, my listeners receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U dot com and enter the code BIRTHFUL at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the promo code B-I-R-T-H-F-U-L. Now, if as the labor starts, you realize you're tired, then do what you can to take a nap. And also make sure you eat and hydrate and, you know, general taking care of your body. If it happens to be late at night and you are getting ready for bed, see if you can take a shower or a bath to relax or something to calm things down and get some sleep. If it stops, don't worry about it one bit. It's going to start again at some point, but by then you'll be better rested. And if it's truly labor, you'll take that shower and it won't stop. It'll keep going. So don't worry about it. Just ignore it and let it do its thing. This leads me perfectly into my next mantra, which is birth is not linear. You've probably heard me say this before. It's not linear. It starts, it stops, it goes for a road trip around the block and comes back. Yes, contractions will at some point get stronger, longer, closer together, but that's more common when you get to active labor. During that early labor, your mind still can have a lot of influence on your body, and just like you can hold your breath, you can also affect your labor. And often, this is a very good protective mechanism, right? Like if there was a tiger... <laughs> coming to get you, you would want labor to stop and go to a safe place. But also as you have other responsibilities with life, it can be, it, uh, your body is taking care of you. So what I mean by this is a good example, and I, and I see this happen uh, more often for people who have other kids, is that they may experience contractions during the night, but then as they need to get their other kiddos ready for schools, things die down or stop. And then they start again after the kids have gone to school. And when they come back from school in the afternoon, things will stop again. And then everyone has dinner and labor may even let you get a few hours of sleep before starting suddenly during the night. And this is totally fine. I do see labor starting and stopping and then starting on again more often at home births and usually in hospitals, hospital systems expect the birth to be a linear crescendo. And when it's not, then there's usually some intervention, some augmentation to keep it going. But the point is, don't bring worry and adrenaline to the process if it stops. Instead, you know, go take a nap. <laughs> 
Tell me if this sounds familiar. You've taken gorgeous photos of your baby or your kids, and then when you want to share them, it is a pain either trying to find the photos or figuring out the group text that they should go to, and then also remembering that, say, Aunt Helen only does email, so you need to send her image separately. Or like in my case, where my husband is a photographer who takes magnificent photos that I rarely actually get to see because they live on his phone or end up scattered in text messages that I can't easily find. Enter the Family Album app, which was created to give parents a secure and easy way to share photos and videos with your loved ones. Basically, it's a personal space for your family's memories without third-party ads or unwanted eyes and with a bunch of fabulous features. It automatically sorts photos and videos by month, allowing you to swipe back in time and easily see how your child has grown. And you can also order eight photo prints every month to be delivered to your home. The Family Album app also has unlimited storage. Plus, it's totally free. Yup, no more worrying about running out of space or being bombarded by third-party ads. So, to all the parents out there still trying to use other messaging apps for your kids' photos, level up your family photo game for free and securely with the Family Album photo sharing app. Head over to the App Store today, search Family Album, all in one word, and download the app to start creating your shared photo legacy. Okay, so my third mantra is more for the birthing partner, and it is basically that a 511 contraction pattern is not going to sneak up on you. That 511 means that contractions are five minutes apart, lasting for a minute or more, and that that has been going on for at least an hour. Depending on your provider, that number may be a 311 or a 411, which just means that they're looking for contractions to be three minutes apart or four minutes apart. Regardless of the number, it is usually used as a guide as to when it may be time to go to the hospital or birth center if you happen to be going anywhere because this tends to be the character of contractions as you get into active labor, that sort of sustained, strong, long, close-together rhythmic pattern. So here's why I say that a 511 contraction pattern is not going to sneak up on you. Usually, a contraction pattern like that carries an intensity that is hard to miss. So if a 511 contraction pattern is not going to sneak up on you, then you certainly do not need to waste your energy timing contractions before it gets to that. In fact, I go as far as to say that timing contractions is a first intervention to labor since it shifts the focus to a thinking brain linear process that can actually keep things from advancing and hinder physiology. So instead, in review, first mantra, ignore it until you can't ignore it anymore. And if you're the birth partner, focus your energy instead of on supporting the birthing person, making sure they're well rested, hydrated, fed and pampered. And when it gets to a point that you're like, huh, this seems like things are happening, maybe we should time them, then time them for a little bit just to get a baseline and then decide what you're going to do with that next. Um, oh, and aside from making sure that the birthing person is well rested, hydrated, fed and pampered. Also make sure your bags are packed and ready and that you've given your doula a heads up. 
please make sure you do that. My next mantra is that cervical checks are a snapshot. And by this, I mean, it's not a video. It's a snapshot. It just happens to be a number that depicts what the cervix is doing at that moment, but has no way of showing how long it's taken to get to that number, or more importantly, how long it's going to take to get to full dilation and beyond. This goes hand in hand with the birth is not linear mantra. As I have seen plenty of people take days to get to two to three centimeters and then catch everybody by surprise, including themselves, by having a baby in a few hours. This has been true for first-time moms and repeat births, so it's not just a matter of repeat babies. There are also births where there isn't the need or the chance for a cervical check, and the baby is born none the wiser. (laughs) Because frankly, your body doesn't care about that number. It's just doing its thing, and baby doesn't care about that number. Baby's just being born. In contrast to that, if you have vaginal checks, internal checks, days or weeks before labor even start, sometimes that can create false expectations, especially if there's some sort of dilation, say the cervix is two or three centimeters and labor hasn't even close to started, and then nothing happens for a week. And even then, early labor might be really long and you're expecting to for everything to go really quick because, hey, you were already two or three. That's just a snapshot. That's just where it is. For cervix to change, you need some contractions. You need some force to get the the cervix to open and, and thin out and go away. So get vaginal checks if the information is useful to you. But remember that they are only snapshots and that sometimes... Vaginal checks can lead to what I call disappointing vaginal checks, where you're expecting a different number and you get a lower number, and then that messes with your mind. Um, Also, it's not unheard of of getting a cervical check of, say, five centimeters, and then having the next one be less than that, be two centimeters, three centimeters. And as you can imagine, that is extremely disappointing and can disturb the labor flow for the same thing that you get in your head about it. Um, I find that in situations like that, it may often be that the checks were done by different people with different hand sizes. So therefore, the way it's not a perfect science. You're measuring by extending your your first your forefinger and your middle finger. So what for one person might be a five, for somebody else who has a bigger hand might be a three. Um, Ideally, it's best to have the same person do the checks for consistency. And just remember that it's just a snapshot. Your body is going to do what it's going to do. My next mantra is to rest smart. And by this, I mean to make sure that you take the opportunity to rest whenever you can and balance any activities with rest. So for example, if you've been up for a while or out for a walk, follow that with a nap or a side-lying rest on the bed. And this doesn't, this mantra doesn't just relate to early labor, but to any part of the process. So I've seen plenty of people go into the tub during transition and doze off between contractions while we all wait quietly to support them during the contraction, but are keeping really quiet in between in those pauses and 
you think that they're only getting maybe 30 seconds, not even a minute of pause in between, but they're able to dose deep, go deep, and then come up for the contraction, deal with the contraction in a rhythm, and then go back down. So it's that whole balance of energy. It requires your focus. Um, I've also seen people take salad, like hour-long naps in what Wapia would call the quietude or what my doula trainer, Pat Predmore, called the rest and be thankful stage between transition and pushing stage. This rest smart mantra is especially important if things are, aren't quite going as you'd like, since that probably means that labor is taking longer. Um, and this rest mart, of course, applies also to inductions because when things get going, you will need all your energy. So back to that, try to be well rested for when you need it. Um, many a birth has been derailed because of tiredness. So I know it seems a little counterintuitive because you would think, oh, I need to do things. But if you're worried that you should be moving or changing positions, let me tell you, if you are really in labor, chances are you are not going to be able to rest for all that long. Also, sleeping is a great way and resting are great ways to turn off your thinking brain and let your body more easily go into those deeper brain waves of labor land. So in fact, by resting and sleeping when you can, you are supporting your physiology. And there you have it. Those are the first five of my 11 birth mantras that I'm doing in this mi these two-part minisodes. Make sure to come back and listen to next week's episode, which is going to pick up right where we left off with mantra number six and goes all the way to number 11. And I know that you only have about half the list here today, but if there is a mantra that really worked for you that I didn't include in this list, please, 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 I want to know. Send me an email to info at birthful.com and make birth mantras the subject line. I really want to know about them. I so look forward to reading them. Thank you so much for listening and for 2 million downloads. Mighty ones, find the in-depth show notes for this episode at birthful.com where you can learn more about me, the show, send me messages, and more. This episode was produced by me and made possible by you. The title song for this podcast is Vive Ace by Kevin McLeod and the sponsorship song is Air Hockey Saloon by Chris Zabriskie. Find them both at freemusicarchive.org. Oh, and my breakfast today was toasted sweet potato planks with two eggs over easy and organic cold brew coffee. I'm Adriana Lozada. Please join me next week when I'll be sharing more of my birth mantras here at the Birthful Podcast. Thanks so much for 2 million downloads worth of listening. This episode is copyright 2019 by Adriana Lozada. Hey, Mighty One. Did you know that if you started listening to one birthful episode per day at the start of your pregnancy, your baby would be about three months old before you got through all of them? That is so much birthful. So to ease us into the summer and to help you catch up on your listening, we're going back to releasing one episode per week instead of two. Now you know.